On this week's episode of Marketing O'Clock. What's all the biz about? LinkedIn's new account management platform goes wide. Meta is self-sabotaging its own platform for a generation of Instagram users. <laughs> Real choice. Boost them, remix them, put them in a template. The man with the most sorry has new IG features for you. All on today's show. Welcome, you are listening to Welcome. Marketing O'Clock. Just stay tuned. Digital marketing news, but let's get specific. Digital ads, SEO, and analytics, social media, and more. Pretty much everything that'll make your website perform. With new shows every Friday. Every Friday. We give you the news with sass and puns and definitely high takes. Thank you for tuning in. You know what time it is. It's officially marketing o'clock. Settle in, sit back, keep it locked. Hey there, I'm Christine Zernhel. AKA Shop. I'm Jessica Budd. And I'm Greg Finn. <laughs> and it is officially marketing o'clock. Here on Friday, July 29th, 2022. Hello, everybody. We are back from another fabulous episode. We are joined by Victoria today behind the board because Sammy is out on vacation this week. Thank you for being here. And Jess, bud, you just sounded so chipper there in the beginning. I just thought I would change it up since it's been a while. How you been? <laughs> I've been great. Just got back from Mahorse Beach. Longtime listeners know I went there twice last year. Only once this year, but we did while we were checking out book next year. So I'll be back. Um... It was like a pivotal growth, like week of growth for my entire family though. Okay. So for one thing, 30 minutes into the car ride, leaving from the house, potty training like clicked with our almost three-year-old. He's like, I got to pee. And we pulled over. He peed. For the rest of the trip, he only had one accident. We were gone for nine days. It was awesome. So that was amazing. I ordered several Mexican dishes without asking for no cilantro. So that was really good. Wow. Yes. Jess, you are a hero. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> I muscled through it. I'm just trying to be lower maintenance. But the real winner here is the dadness of my husband. So I was keeping track of some things he said throughout the trip. For one, he said, there's a real cold front coming through. <laughs> it was like 104 degrees. <laughs> He detected a change in the air. Was he correct? I have no idea. Okay. I wouldn't know, but he would because he downloaded his third weather app on his phone. That sounds like <laughs> yeah, my I trust him. Oh my God. If I see... Oh. But it the reason he downloaded it was because someone told him that it had like wind patterns so you could see which way the wind was blowing so you could tell if it was going to be buggy on the beach if the wind's blowing from the sea. Aren't no bugs. Aren't Listen, there always bugs? Don't you, can't you see the wind come? I don't know. I don't know. We feel when it comes. Probably can't see it. Probably can't see it. I don't know. Um, he also uh, remarked on our first floor hotel room how convenient it was before we even got in there. Turned out throughout the trip it was very convenient, but not my first reaction. And speaking of see- seeing things, the ultimate dad thing I think I've ever heard him say or anyone say, I'll roll down the window so you can see better. <laughs> and I don't know. In the car. Were they really dirty? No. Oh, my God. I don't know what's happening. My family's just in wonderful shape. Vacations do things to dads. <laughs> they do. There's a TikTok thing it's about it. It's just like yeah. ultra dad. I love it. Can I just I say something, it. though? It changed you, this vacation. <laughs> Monday morning, she strolls into the office, <laughs> and she's like, got to get up and going. And Jessica Liebod is probably, how many times have you gone to the gym in your life? I've literally never set foot in one that you have to like pay for. Okay. 
she comes in <laughs> and has a drink. And I'm like, Jess, what is that drink? And she's got like a pre-workout <laughs> drink called super creatine. And she's it like, I got a bang. It, it said super creatine <laughs> on the very top of the drink. And I'm like, Jess, what are you doing? So Found it now, at a gas station. It's she's worth now two in, cups of coffee. In the loading phase there of uh, your creatine process. Do I look swole? You do. Yeah. You do. Thanks very much. I'm happy to be back. I well, missed you guys. What's up? Oh, we missed you so much. I went on a little excursion too. I was convinced by my brother and our two crazy cousins. So I'm in a big Catholic family. So my brother's 17. Very spaced out. <laughs> <laughs> and our cousins are like even younger than that. They convinced me to take them to America's roller coast, <laughs> Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio. So we had to wake up at 6 a.m. to drive there. It was a three and a half hour drive. And then we had to drive home. We left at like 10. So I got home at one in the morning. Ooh. And I was like really excited and proud of myself and feeling like such a cool sister that I was doing this for them. They keep playing like games in the line. They're saying all these words. I don't know what they mean. Like they kept calling me Richard. Like, is that an insult or a compliment? Mm. Mm, pretty easy one. Yeah. Then. I realized by like ride three, they're playing rock, paper, scissors at every ride. And the loser has to ride with me. <gasps> wow. What? What is the way to ride punishment. with a stranger? I don't understand. Literally. I'm their cousin. I'm very resourceful. Okay. Wow. Limbo record holder at Ashford Elementary School. I mean, why wouldn't you want to sit with me? It was so hurtful. But it what was a really fun day. I rode 15 <laughs> roller coasters. That's amazing. Yeah. That's got to be a record. Yeah. Quite the journey. Good job. Greg, what's new with you? Well, I've got some big news. A couple weeks, maybe like a month ago now, I talked about potentially going transitioning to transition lenses, right? Because of how practical they are. Maybe that's um, something like a dad would say, right? <laughs> but... Obviously, everybody told me, like, no, 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 no. But we I did not. have some of the best listeners in the world. And somebody reached out and said, do you want a pair of transition lenses? To which I said, absolutely. And I got some transition lenses here from one of our fabulous listeners at the smartbyglasses.com from the Smart Buy Glasses collection here. And I'm going to go put these things on. I'm going to go outside get them into the sunglass mode and and they're great glasses i used to use something that rhymes with bye bye direct club there and it <laughs> is going by i am nothing but smart glasses.com right now and our listeners can be too 20 percent off if you're a listener use the code charts barry oh my god what a good code Go to smartbuyglasses.com and anything in the value collection, like these are these are the uh, totem, these ones. They look um, great. And I'm going to go right now, turn them into sunglasses, and we can watch them transition back out here. So. Okay. That took longer than I expected because we live in Buffalo and there's no sun out Wait, there. are you not going to edit it? I'm going to edit that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't saying. want that conversation. I was just staring out there. I'm like, where's the sun? It's gone. But so the, are they transitioning back here? They or? are, okay. yeah. To be honest, they're the fastest back transition I've ever seen. And that's not a plug. That's like true testimonial. All right. They're so. usually super slow. And I can see your eyes like more by the day. But like, I'm sad because these are really cool frames. And there's yeah. <laughs> no transitions in there. So I don't know. Can you see us? I, I sure can. So you can watch me transition. 
from sunglasses to uh, regular, and we'll put up a clip. We're going to a, a, a baseball game tomorrow. So follow us at Marketing Clock on Instagram, and you'll see some more transitions. Wild in the out in the wild future so bright so smart glasses.com and you can get 20 percent off the value collection with the term charts code charts the code charts okay and we have one last reminder here this is the last week we are going to talk about our oops all heck charity episode we did this with some friends of the show. They sat down to record a two-plus-hour episode. We're not talking about marketing, just having a lot of fun, playing games, and it is behind a paywall. You can donate as little as a dollar, and all the money is going to go to the Buffalo 514 Survivors Fund, and all of those proceeds are going to go directly to the families of the victims of the terrible tragedy that happened here in Buffalo in May. So if you want to download that episode, it'll still be there after this week, but we just won't bother you about it anymore. It is buffalo.marketingclock.com, and all of your contributions are so appreciated. And we asked for reviews last week for our show, and we got one Ooh. from Will This Nickname Work Too? And this is, <laughs> they say, listen every week-ish. 10 out of 10, listen for the marketing and puns. The sports slash beer slash not marketing talk is good too. I highly recommend. And I think that's like all of us. I think I do the sports, you do the beer, and you do the not marketing talk. (laughs) You know? (laughs) So thanks, Will. This nickname work. If you want a t-shirt, reach out on our Discord and we'll get you on. And he said he didn't know we wanted reviews. Hey, everyone, we want reviews. Consider this your reminder. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, I think this might be the first time I've said these names in the main news, maybe the podcast at all, but two of Instagram's most followed celebs, Kim Kardashian and Kylie Jenner, went on Instagram and posted on their story to try to stop Instagram from mimicking TikTok. So they posted a image. Stop. I can see Greg's eyes fully now. They have transitioned. Wow. That was so fast. Sorry, proceed with the news. This is really important news, okay? I know, but that, so was that. <laughs> the fastest it's ever Thanks, happened. Jess. You're welcome. So we have a screenshot here from Kylie Jenner's Instagram story. It says, make Instagram Instagram again. Stop trying to be TikTok. I just want to see cute photos of my friends. Sincerely, everyone. <laughs> and it links to a change.org petition, um, which it seemed like they didn't really help get that many more signatures, like in this article. It said from Variety, it said had less than 100,000 signatures. And then after the girls posted, it had 140 plus. It's like they have millions of followers. Yeah, but if they posted it as a reel, it probably. Probably. Right. It's a photo or a story. Great point, Jess. Okay. So after this, seemingly in response, our guy, Adam <laughs> Mosseri, took to his Instagram to post another close-up video seemingly in response to this pattern, to this petition. So he's like, I'm hearing a lot of concerns right now about photos and how we're shifting to video. (laughs) Now, I want to be clear. We're going to continue to support photos. It's part of our heritage. That said, I need to be honest. I do believe that more and more of Instagram is going to become video over time. We see that even if we do nothing. So we're going to have to lean into that shift. Stop. No, what he's leaning into? Pajamas. I know. What's with the jawstring? Wait. The what? The <laughs> jawstring. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, he looks comfortable. <laughs> Adam is just stressing me out. Okay. So, one, 
this sentence in general of the whole video is just really driving me a little nuts. The word heritage, that just sounds like they're completely giving up on this as an image platform. Yeah. Heritage, yeah. like bye. Heritage is in the past. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Identity means it continues. Yes. Sir. And then part of our heritage, I'm sorry. The whole point of Instagram was to get away from Facebook where people were posting status updates and not just and it was all news and to just be an image feed. And that's what it was doing well for so long. And that's why people love it. And now you're just doing all video. So glad someone else is talking about that. And it's not even video, too. It's like unfast forwardable video. Yeah. Three. Who needs to watch a 14-minute video that you can't fast forward through? I don't understand it. I'm just not in, I was going to get to this later, but I think my biggest part of all of this is Instagram doesn't understand that the biggest advantage they have over TikTok is that Instagram will always be needed because you cannot always log on to TikTok. You are on a train, you're with your baby in your rocking chair at 11 p.m. at night. You can't open TikTok and watch videos with the sound on. There's always going to be a need for a platform that's silent and they're just ruining it. It's also very different. And Victoria, you can, you can. Disagree with me if you if you want, but I, to me, I think TikTok. You log into it and you're getting entertained, and you don't really care who it is. And you go to Instagram, you're like, "Hey, what's going on?" I don't really yeah. want all the the politics. I don't want the the messaging. I just want to see like what what people I know or people that I'm interested in are doing. But TikTok, you don't really care. You're just kind of like getting entertained. Would you say that's accurate? I mean, I kind of my whole niche is like TikTok. I watch TikToks, make TikToks, so it's almost, I'm shying away from Instagram almost because I don't see a need to use it. What but, do you make TikToks for though? To tell your friends what's up or to be funny and entertaining? I just, I just follow all the trends. Whatever the trends that are in, I'll just do whatever that, I guess you could say trend is and see what happens. So if you want to follow like what your friends are doing, where do you go? If I want to follow my friends, I'll go to Snapchat. Okay. Okay. The world is just changing. This is what, and Victoria, this is not a knock to you, but it's like the vanity play and everybody's moving towards, I just want to post what's going on with me and there's less connection with wanting to see what's going on with others, I feel. And Instagram was a place where people still wanted to see what other people yeah. were doing but and they can't anymore. value to that. Right. Oh, I totally agree. But to like TikTok is the place happening. to post something funny or like, do you know what I mean? Capitalize on a trend. And I think that there is a place for that, but there's also a place for that connection without the political sway that's made its way into Instagram, but mm-hmm. wasn't part of the original, the heritage. Mm-hmm. The heritage. <laughs> I would say some of my friends also too, they just, I guess you could say, post whatever they want on their um, Instagram feed. And it almost just turns into like a dump of just like, I'm going to dump all my photos on there. You'll see them. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're very like, cleaned up, filtered, edited, and everything ready to be posted. That's what I want in my Instagram. Yeah. I want to see Jess Bud's dinner, uh, okay? Oh, I, used to, I should get back yeah, to that. Yeah, you really should. Okay, deal. Okay, my third part, I take umbrage with the statement. He says, we see this shift to video even if we're not doing anything. How would you know, Adam, because you're doing the most <laughs> to suppress images and make us see the videos? How would you know? It makes me so mad. Where did where did he post this, by the way? Was he on Twitter with this information? He, oh, he, it was on his own Instagram feed. Oh, he actually did? Yeah, and he has really cute family. Really happy for him. Also, his bio says married up. I think that's nice. There's a lot of good qualities about this man. I just oh. don't like what he's doing to Instagram. Also, if you actually look at this video, at Masseri on 
Instagram, and you like the look, boy, have I got a set of glasses for you. Head on over to smartbuyglasses.com and check out the Kensingtons. Remember, use the code charts and get 20% off. But I think that's what he's got, the Kensingtons. So They do look good with his face shape. Yeah. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, his second point in this, he talks about the feed and how people aren't liking recommendations in their feed. He says they are doing this to help creators. Of course, he emphasizes small creators grow their reach and that you can dismiss recommendations for up to a month. I don't know why you can't dismiss them permanently. I'm not Adam Masseri. Um, finally, he starts, actually starts in the beginning talking about the new full screen test because I guess people are just roasting it. Um, just talked about this a couple weeks ago, but he literally says in the video, he's like, I hear a lot of concerns about this full screen test. First of all, it's just a test. Second of all, clearly, quote, it's not good yet. <laughs> Appreciate the honesty. Why are you testing it then? It's not good. I haven't seen it. It's frustrating my dad of a husband. So <laughs> old people don't like it. I just don't understand. Okay, um, so then there's a lot of articles that came out this week because everyone's just feeling the same way. Um, Devin Coldwee also talks about how unhappy he is with Instagram in an article for TechCrunch called Instagram Gets Worse with Dark Patterns Lifted from TikTok. So he's talking about how you can't um, mute videos anymore by just touching them, which is a really nice feature. Now they're going to play loud. And you're like scrambling and waking up your baby in your rocking chair at one in the morning. Um, he also talks about the full screen and how it just changes the experience versus a feed and like makes you keep scrolling. So they're trying to just make it more like TikTok. Very annoying. Um, then Scott Rosenberg also has an article in Axios called The Sunset of the Social Network. I just need to highlight the image here. He has like the Facebook <laughs> no profile picture setting sun. He says, Mark last week is the end of the social networking era which began with the rise of Friendster in 2003, shaped two decades of internet growth, and now closes with Facebook's rollout of a sweeping TikTok-like redesign. And he's talking about how um, Jess's story a couple weeks ago about how it's trying to be a discovery engine now, and it's just not what it was at all. More on that and later. And the stuff they recommend to me is so off. It's like, do a better job recommending if you're going to recommend. I see rap pictures. I see things that are triggering to me as a mom. Like, figure it out. Get rid of the rats, and I'm about to block Greg Finn on Instagram too. What did I do? You I sent me a, a rat tattoo. tattoo. Oh, that was a, a rat. rat too. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> what else is happening? All right, next up, we've got Mo Sorry IG News in Tales from the Gram here. And we've covered it a few times, but it is now officially official that all videos under 15 minutes will now. Be reels. Is that an app joke? A Cypress joke? Who knows? And it, again, if it's over 15 minutes, somehow it's going to be a video. If it's under 15 minutes, it's going to be a reel. It's official. <clears throat> um, the next item of news from Instagram is actually nice for advertisers. And y'all may need a realignment <laughs> with how you promote on IG because you can now boost your reels to reach new audiences. Um, similar to what you can do um, with boosted posts and sponsored posts, um, you can now take that uh, reel and basically make it a boosted reel. So pretty cool if you're into all the reels, like like you kind of have to be yeah. to be successful on Instagram now. <clears throat> all right. And next up in the list of Instagram news. Now, usually I don't do this, but uh, go 
head on break them off with a little preview of the remix, you can now reallocate videos and photos easier with remix features. Do you all remix things on Instagram? No. No, I really thought about one the other day though. Well, it's a TikTok. Did I send this to you? Oh, okay. Probably. I don't check my That's the whole point of it. There's this video. TikToks. It's like moms getting up before their kids and she's like going to the gym, making protein shakes, doing a load of laundry, doing all the stuff before her kids wake up. And I want to remix it with a a video of me sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, why wouldn't you sleep before your kid wakes up? Who are these? These are not real moms. I don't know. And then the second half of it would be the kids sleeping in my bed because I'm just lazy. (laughs) Well, what you can do is you can add your clip at the end instead of remixing it. So it's an add your clip element you can remix photos if you can find them and there's expanded (laughs) remix layouts so you can have a green screen just like tiktok horizontal vertical split screen picture in picture so you have that and if you are looking to make more whimsical (laughs) surreal content no problem you can now use templates and dual within your reels Um, a dual will record your both cameras your content and your reaction at the same time so it's front and back cameras simultaneously, so you can see what you're doing. Everybody, wow. if you need to, if you need to make it about you, you can Sounds you can make it about scary. you. Dual. I was to say there's a certain. Never mind. I, I can't imagine anybody wanting to see my reaction to anything. <laughs> and there's Just templates, listeners. so you can make uh, preloaded audio and clip placeholders and add your own photos and clips. So, uh, hooray! Congratulations, everyone. This is yeah the best thing. Really great stuff. <laughs> Now it's time for this week's take of the week. This is a hashtag fire digital marketing take with extra spice served up for you. We simply deliver the take for your consumption. We give no opinions. We don't influence. You make the call. This week's take of the week comes from Anders Jorth at so Anders on Twitter. I probably messed your name <laughs> up, Anders. I apologize. But you got take of the week, so uh, just deal with it. Mike Ryan at Mike Ryan Retail, uh, one of our favorites here at Marketing Club. We love you, Mike. Sorry, there's a little bit of fun at your expense here. But Mike says, hey, did I mention the team at Smarter E-Commerce are certified performance max specialists? Yeah. It's 100% a controversial technology, but we are putting in the work and keeping an open mind. And he shares a Comparison Shopping Partners 2022 PMAX specialization, to which Anders says, right after he posted this, did they blindfold you to pass the exam? Hilarious. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. That's really funny. <laughs> I feel Mike very Ryan bad. could pass it blindfolded, though. Just no one else. Anything anything that's (laughs) commerce, Mike Ryan could pass blindfolded. And because we had a little fun at your expense, Mike, Mike just had Ginny Marvin, the Ginny Marvin and Ginny We Trust on his show. Um, And you can check the whole show out anywhere that you consume your podcasts. The name of Mike's show is Growing E-Commerce. So again, that last episode is called Google Advertising Uncovered with Ginny Marvin. Go check it out. We love you, Mike. But Anders, love your take. Now it's time for this week's ICYMI. ICYMI, people. This is something you just might not have seen. Maybe something that you overlooked, but you shouldn't have. ICYMI, people, from Joe at the Joe Schmo on Twitter. He says, Google can spend two times the daily budget, but it won't exceed your daily budget times 30. 
isn't it 30.4 or whatever? They can't make yeah. anything easy. Mm-hmm. None of my clients run ads 30 days a month, so I have to closely monitor the budget. Would be great if we could specify how many days per month we run or if we would base this number upon the ad schedule. We've been crying these tears for years. Then they announced the monthly budget, which um, Mark M. Bison 22 pointed out. And nobody has it. I don't know anyone who has it besides Mark, apparently. So we're just all still in trouble with this. Their own budget tool, the Budget Explorer, can't account for days that you have turned off in your ad schedule. So how are we supposed to have a chance? And the real ICYMI is if you think that you're spending that amount per day, you're probably spending more, Mm -hmm. right? Because you're going to be on, it looks at the aggregate of that 30.4 days in in the month. And so if you're off on the weekends... Sorry, those are days in the month and they count for your 30.4. So you're probably spending more than you think per day. And people are also talking about budget management scripts. We actually have a great one on our website. If you want to check it out, cypressnorth.com on our blog. Cypressnorth.com. Why can't I speak? (laughs) Now it's time for this week's Pew Pew Lightning Round. At this point in the show, we split up our content into three parts. Paid. Organic and social. Okay, first up in the paid universe this week, Julie Machini at Neptune Moon. I hope you're somewhere relaxing. (laughs) Put those feet up, poor glass. She was just feeling it this week. She says, strap in. (laughs) Strap in because I'm about to start bitching about Google Analytics 4. Strap. Exact quote. Exact quote. You have to edit yourself all the time. I cannot recall the. I'm quoting Julie. I'm not going to read the parts that. Just clean it up. My mom couldn't hear. Clean it up. (laughs) (laughs) Why can't you click on something and see more detail about it, like you can in UA? Where TF is the navigation detail you use to be able to easily see when looking at pages. What do you think the TF stands for? Um, therefore, (laughs) yes. So this is one out of X because she was clearly just fuming. Couldn't plan out how many items were in the thread. It was a lot. So we can't read it all because my mom listens to the show. We don't want an explicit rating. Um, Too late. Few (laughs) highlights. Who the heck does Google think their customers or user is for Google Analytics? Developers? Data scientists? NASA (laughs) engineers? Is marketers and business owners who do not have anywhere near the technical knowledge base or skills to use GA4. Perhaps they are planning to sell Google Analytics services in 2023 when UA is no UA no longer collects data to help keep their revenue growing. That is the only even semi-rational answer as to why they would do this. You might be right, Julie. I hope not. Yeah. Julie, if you're listening, put your mouth on. I kind of like GA4. It take, it's a big learning curve. Yeah, but I kind of like, you can do like whatever you want. Like I kind of like it. You can do whatever you want, which is nice, but to like easily find something. No, there's no, no. they can't use the word easy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Pros and cons. Pros and cons. Make a T-chart. <laughs> From Barry Schwartz for Search Engine Roundtable, Google Ads is sending people an email that says, quote, we're reaching out because one or more of your conversion actions is a strong candidate for data-driven attribution. Unless you take further action by August 24th, 2022, happy birthday to my brother Clayton, we'll switch your model. So they're doing it on your behalf. Surprise, surprise. Just be aware of that and turn it off if you don't want it on. 
Clayton, rejoice. <laughs> I don't think this is that big of a deal. It's like Google, it's all attribution within Google Ads. I've never seen Just when I'm like comparing. I never see a difference from what I have now. I, it, analytics is the is the big problem nobody's talking about with, with J4. It's the thing I hate the most about J4, where it defaults you to data-driven attribution, but you don't have the data. You don't get the data behind the data-driven attribution. They'll be like, they're not saying like, oh, it's it's 20, 40, 10, that would be not 100. <laughs> but you know what I mean? They, they don't say what the attribution is. You just have to expect them to come up with the right attribution model without telling you. It's not like, hmm. usually what happens is you'll have something like a buffer and they'll come at you and be like, hey, the best times for you to tweet are 9 a.m., 12 p.m., and uh, you know 6 p.m. You know, do you want to have this scheduled? That's not what data-driven attribution is in GA4. They're just choosing what they think is the best. The best for what? For you and for your websites. It's custom every time. It's driven by the data, but the data isn't shared with you. So somebody could put on a tinfoil hat and say, you know what? I think what's really, really, really influencing these conversions the most are these clicks from something that rhymes with Noogle ads. Something that makes Oogle the avenue. But they do, they do, if you even look at UA, it's like you can have an attribution model that takes into account like Google ads. They have a Google ads specific attribution model. And if they're saying it's driven by the data and they don't share the data, and they are also running ads that they make money on, why would I trust it? Now, everybody's going to call me a crazy person, and I'm fine with it. I'm at that point now. I don't care. It doesn't bother me at all. But I will never use data-driven attribution because I don't have the data that's driving the attribution. And the person that has the data that drives the attribution is also the one that's selling me the ad placements. And why wouldn't they make that look better? I don't feel like you're crazy for saying that. That's that's I'm terrifying. I hate I hate you anymore. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I guess we should edit that other part out where you said you liked it. He's Barry's just taking on and off that hat. He was referring. We should just to. leave one here for you to just put on at your leisure. Yeah, there we go. Barry Schwartz has more news for us this week. He says Google ads. Google is now showing three local service ads on mobile, up from just two. So your headshot, real estate agents, personal injury lawyers, it's just going to be bigger, bolder, more beautiful, crisper than ever. Check it out. Do you think there's any single attorney <laughs> in the U.S. with a picture without a tie on? Women. Ma- a man. Because mm. there's three men here in this, in this example. Never three seen an attorney without a tie. That's how you know. The real estate agents just do like second button, no tie. I'm hiring the attorney with no tie. I'm not paying for that tie. I'm paying for your services. (laughs) Ties are expensive. I wonder what the click-through rate difference is on someone with the transparent background versus like the Olin Mills. You could do a test. They should really be having like a a Menachem Ani, like a a purple background. Love that. Yeah. Yeah, right? I really stand out. stand out. I'll click that. Purple's my jam. We need to get some new clients. Okay. Diego A. Da Silva at D underscore Da Silva on Twitter says, hey, PPC chat, can we exclude keywords in PMAX like this? PMAX doesn't bid when we have an exact match keyword. Does that mean if I add an exact keyword in another campaign with a one cent bid, will that search term be excluded? 
Well, if you read the fine print, it says it needs to be eligible. Our guess here is that it's not considered eligible if you have a one cent bid because it's not a guess. It wouldn't if have. the keyword's yeah. not. You're not going to be eligible for one cent. Maybe That's, it's really not competitive industry. I hear personal injury just lawyers won't show like it. There's no way. There's no way this will work. You could yeah. now. You could say I'm going to put a super low bid on, and if you have something that's really, really low, this is probably not going to drive a ton of traffic. And you have like a dollar bid that would work, but for one cent, it's never going to work. But I respect the hustle. 100. percent PPC Greg found a nifty show last 30 days quick button added to his accounts when you're looking at the date range. That is very nice. I will be utilizing that. And Google Ads is encouraging you to, quote, upgrade your smart shopping campaigns to Performance Max to get a head start on the holiday season. It's never too early, you guys. Um, Christmas in July is coming on. (laughs) We didn't even celebrate. I forgot to wear my Hail Santa shirt. I'll wear it next week. (laughs) I kind of agree. It's happening. You might as well get ready. I don't know. It's happening. Uh, The one-click upgrade tool is available for most advertisers, so if you want to keep your data, you can use that. (laughs) Data. Yeah. Really working hard. Never heard of it. (laughs) Really working hard on that one. (laughs) Oh, that's it for paid. What's happening in organic? Well, let's keep it here on GA4. You can now apply filters to reports. So if you want to see a subset of report data, you can essentially add a filter in what would be similar to sort of like a segment, I guess, with with UA, and you can uh, hide any data that's not within that filter. So pretty cool. Um, Also, something nobody talks about. At some point, we're going to have, and listen, mark it down, July 27th when this is recorded, 2022. There is going to be a reckoning by 2025 with fake reviews and people not posting all reviews. Everybody does it out there. And at some point, there's going to be a catastrophic turn for everybody that doesn't do this. And Amazon is now suing Facebook group administrator over fake reviews. And Amazon has no chill in the way that they sue people on this stuff. And rightfully so. If you're out there leaving fake reviews and teaming up on this stuff and everybody's paying each other and you're misleading people, that's bad for everybody. And it's against the FCC rules. You can't do this. Even when you hide reviews and you only show four star and up, you're breaking the law of the FCC and it's a big problem. So everybody that's out there that's hiding things and doing fake reviews, that's a short-term play. And you heard it here first. Finstramas. All right. Also, there is a report from Axios. Is that the place you buy all those big clothes? <laughs> what is that called? ASOS. ASOS. Um, from Axios, they say fake online reviews lead shoppers to overpay, a new study says. In related news, dar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What year is it? <laughs> 1997? Gartner has a new survey out about the state of marketing budgets and strategy in 2022. Marketing budgets have climbed from 6.4 to 9.5% of uh, the percentage of total revenue from 2021 to 2022. 2021, though, was abnormal. If you want, there's a ton of information in there. 56% of budget allocation is now going to online channels, 44% to offline channels. 
The number one paid channel is social advertising, followed by search, followed by digital display, followed by video. And then if you look at the unpaid paid channels, the number one source is SEO, followed by email marketing and then content messaging. So a lot of great information if you're looking to see where people are spending and drive that. Check it out on Gartner. You can get all the stories on our newsletter, marketingclock.com forward slash newsletter, or you can get it in our Discord community, community.marketingclock.com, all free stuff. From social media today, YouTube is launching text markup options in video descriptions and new loyalty features. So you could always kind of bold text in comments, and you can now do this in descriptions coming out soon, which I, I think that's nice. Mm-hmm. We have different segments, and we can then just bold them and say, here's the lightning round, bold it, and then have our stories, and then bold you know whatever we have next. Working hard, hardly working, something like that. Um, if you put the kind of like the little star thing, it's kind of asterisk, asterisk, right? Yeah, it'll, it'll bold the text. If you put uh, the underscore on both sides, it'll italicize it. And if you put the dash, it'll strike it through. So that is coming soon. And then you'll have loyalty badges by um, for how long people have been a member. If you do have enough followers, you can then have those members and they can have a little bit more uh, credo when they're commenting on things. From sort of, I guess, like, Economic news and just maybe what software you should use. Shopify is laying off 10% of its workforce as the rapid pandemic growth slows. I believe they um, let go Kevin, one of the head SEOs there, who always has all those threads on Twitter. Um, But it seems like everything's fine. It seems like they're giving nice packages away and everything like that. Um, And they had a post from the founder called Changes to Shopify's Team. And one of the things that just showed the reality of things was this chart. This is a sad chart, but it's a a good chart. And I think it really hits things home that there was a huge spike that happened when the pandemic started. And that spike has declined and it's sort of going now along with the the kind of normal path here. So for anybody that's in e-commerce, if you are an advertiser for e-commerce, you should check this out, and it's a, a, a great way to – it's not a great way. It, it, they, they handled it well for a very sad time in the company. That chart kind of looks like Millennium Force. What is that? It was um, oh, the, the only giga coaster, coaster on, I think, on the East Coast or something. Oh, did is you Is that still, it? like, the tallest one? I have a shirt from seventh grade. It's not the tallest in the park anymore, but the tallest mm. is closed. What's the best roller coaster in the park? Steel Vengeance. Second best. Maverick. Do you recommend? <laughs> Do I recommend what? Yeah. Oh my God. It was great. If you like roller coasters, you'll have the best day. But you have to pay to cut the lines. Yeah. And make sure you have your rock, paper, scissors game on point. Yep. Yeah, Richard. So you don't have to ride with some loser, some Richard. <laughs> it was an adjective. Wait. <laughs> it's definitely a noun. They called me a Richard. Yeah, a noun. Yeah. You know what? Jess, Shep's already going to get us demonetized. I don't think that's what it means. They said it wasn't. Well, of course they did. What do you think you're going to (laughs) say? Like, no, mom, I didn't say you were dumb. No, it means rich. She's got a lot of money. Yeah. Just longer. No, I'll figure out what it means. Come on. Googling it. (laughs) Why would you Google that? (laughs) You don't need to Google it. We are not in touch with the youth. Maybe it really does mean something else. 
What we could ask it Victoria? mean other than the shortened term? Listen. They also said I don't count as a YouTuber. So. A private detective. What? Yes, you do. Where is this? How said. are people watching this? I don't count. Why? What was their reasoning for that? They didn't have one. Do they know people okay, pay so, to sponsor this show? They pay you money? Yeah. They asked about that and I told them we have sponsors. And they said you're not a YouTuber. Transition slices. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> oh, you mean smartbyglasses.com? <laughs> Use promo code charts? Speaking of charts from Barry Schwartz, and he has a, a post called Rank Ranger. Google things to know no longer showing in desktop search. Rank Ranger is showing that the um, the universal search, I guess, uh, panel, the things to know box had stopped showing recently. It doesn't mean it's going to be gone forever. It's just stopping showing now. There's no more information on it. But if you want more information, go check out Barry's article over on Search Engine Roundtable and follow Barry at Rusty Brick on Twitter. That's it for Organic. What's happening in social, bud? I have no idea because I got lost in the search results for what Richard is short I for. I think they made it up. Just give up. Yes, it's <laughs> long for dick. I know. I'm a lot of things, but you can't call me but, that. But what else would they be saying? There were no answers on the internet. Literally, listen. These the guys first were two flexing. pages point to dick or like Charles versus Chaz, which is unrelated. No, they're, they're like, hey, she's a real chard. <laughs> That's what it's for. Chard? Like Swiss chard? No. <laughs> chard and Richard. Oh. <laughs> they were flexing their muscles in all the roller coaster pictures. <laughs> Yeah, they me, sound like a couple of Richards. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. How are you going to call me a Richard if that's what it means? Ask them if they want to go check a bang like energy a drink later. <laughs> <laughs> Super creatine. Okay. Oh, Social news? I've been <clears throat> waiting. <laughs> no, you haven't. All right. First up this week, we talked about a lot of Instagram changes. And the main news, we didn't talk about this one. They are rolling out a new searchable map to make it easier to discover popular locations and I would just like them to define easier. Maybe I'm an old lady. I searched for groceries and it took me like hundreds of miles away from where I was. So I think I'm just old. But basically the improvements to the map are it's not just posts on a tag location anymore. With the new update, users can actually search in the map on Instagram, accessing filter options and move the map around to look at what's nearby, you know, how a map is supposed to work. The article says that um, it comes as Google's senior vice president somewhat offhandedly noted that younger users are turning to apps like Instagram and TikTok instead of Google for discovery purposes. So they're trying to pivot and just make the maps experience easier. Again, not for me. Shep, somebody didn't listen to the show last week. I didn't. You put this in the notes. Did we already talk about this? Horses don't listen to the news. No. True. Listen, if it was in here, I'm reporting on it. Get to the news, Not my fault. Okay. (laughs) Jane Manchin Wong, she's at it again. She has a preview of Twitter's soon-to-launch status indicator feature where basically you can save the characters of one single emoji and apply a status. So things like a thread where people would normally use the spool emoji, you still can. The emojis show up, but it's like a status above your tweet. I think this is fine. This is cool. Don't I don't understand the don't emoji choices. Can you like filter by it? Like what's the point? I have no idea. Unpopular Why? opinion is a mushroom. They're also missing. I don't know who needs to hear this, which should be a megaphone. Like this is fine. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Right. 
sticking with the bird, though, community pages will now display a listing of the most used hashtags within that group. So in a new panel above the feed, you'll be able to tap into those individual hashtags to see the kinds of conversations that are happening with it. I think that's nice for turning discovery into engagement if you're into that sort of thing. And you can get it on Android or the web. iOS is coming soon. From Tube Filter, we might actually have something nice coming from MetaMeta. Facebook is splitting ad revenue with creators who use licensed songs. So from the article, to be clear, creators won't earn ad revenue by using any old song. They'll only get a cut when they use songs from Facebook's library of licensed tracks. But at the same time, if you're using that, it's nice that you can get a little cut of money. I don't understand why you get money for that. If you use somebody else's music, you get the money. I don't. I, I don't you, understand. You only get a piece artists. of it. Yeah, but I think that they're trying to get you to use it more so that they can show the value to the record labels, oh. Oh. so they can license more music long term. They're trying to get the no, no, no song. That's what they're trying to do. Oh no, 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 no! I know that one. There's so yep. many cats. But they're trying to make their own thing that's licensed by them that, that TikTok can't get. So they're trying to make their own stuff pop off and not use these TikTok songs. Well, they should stop trying. In the meantime, take advantage, make some money, but there's definitely like a hidden hidden motivation there. All right, your mom is about to call you and ask where the Facebook went if she hasn't already because this started rolling out late last week. The title of the article from Social Media Today is essentially all you need to know. Meta launches updated Facebook feed format, moving it more into line with TikTok. And there's a little more you need to know. The idea here is to make it easier to find content from a user's friends and family, which is nice and old school, but also to surface more recommended content, Shep, with a focus on video. So Facebook is nothing. It's just not even Facebook anymore. It's worse than the bastardization, if I'm allowed to say that, of Instagram. I feel like Facebook is like even worse to go in this direction. But for the marketers out there listening, which should be everyone, just depending on your social media strategy, you should expect to see some changes in your engagement or reach for better or worse, depending on what your strategy is. Let's end on a high note for once, perhaps. Positive, marketing, relevant news in the social section. LinkedIn's new business manager platform is here. It makes it possible to manage people, ads accounts, pages, and businesses that you work with from one central location. This is great for agencies and just large organizations. One scary thing for agencies, be careful, you can share matched audience data across ads accounts. So just FYI, watch out for that. Could be useful, again, for large organizations, but definitely scary for those of us that work with multiple clients. Got to worry about data privacy. This is now available for all businesses on LinkedIn. They've been talking about it for a while. The platform did say that even though it is a wide release, it is essentially still in beta, so take note. Hopefully it will improve even further. And I hate made a business manager, so I'm looking forward to seeing if this does or doesn't live up. Now it's time for this week's WTH. Misguided. I hated all of that. I'm like, who does that? <laughs> Get rid of it. Where we rant, rave, and roll our eyes about a trending digital marketing topic. What are we coming to? Honestly, see what had us asking. W-T-H. This week. I've not had a WTH in quite some time, but Elon Musk is at it again, so we had to bring it back. So there was a report from the Wall Street Journal. Like, I don't understand why. (laughs) 
um, that Nicole Shanahan, who is the ex-wife of Google's founder, Sergey Brin, had an affair with Elon Musk, which, by the way, everyone denies. Musk, Shanahan, Brin, whatever. And Musk that day was hanging out with Brin. Yeah, but then apparently they were fighting. I don't know. And they did him. They did Brent dirty with the image they used of him in this article. Um, so Barry Schwartz, always you know a keen eye for the SERPs, noticed that in the Google results when you Googled Elon Musk, it has the um, Google News coming up into the results, and it says Elon Musk reportedly had an affair with Sergey Brin. Which personally, I like that story more. <laughs> I didn't that read your intro sense. and just saw this. That yeah. makes sense why they're hanging out today. But it's, it's wrong is the point. That, yeah. And how he is you, Google. Like, how are you going to mess that up? Like, you're Google. It's a bad look. You're literally Google. And, and again, this is like fairly tame for how bad something <laughs> could be. Like something could, like this is just sort of like a ha 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 funny, whatever. Yeah. Um, but because they got it so wrong. But like if this were something really damaging and you put it as the number one result for Elon Musk and you rewrite the name of it, that's not good. How, how could you you could you could sue Google for this, right? Couldn't he do that? Do you think Sergey will? <laughs> Not Sergey. Well, I guess Google, Sergey yeah, and his ex wife will. I don't know. Like that's. This is a problem yeah, when bad. you just cut half of the story off. There's not even a dot dot dot. It's just like yeah. that is the headline. Mm-hmm. Not good. No. Okay, now we have a Twitter thread. <laughs> Fred, too. I love Fred. From Danny Richmond, at Danny Richmond on Twitter. So he is talking about, is it Dale-2? Dale. Have we ta- we've talked about this before. Yeah, it's the image creator. Right. Yeah. So he said, I've been playing around with Dale-2, Jolly-2, sorry, trying <laughs> to find some practical, non-artistic uses for the tool. My friend is starting up a swimming pool construction business. He takes a picture of his client's garden. So they have this picture of this very well-manicured garden. Then he uses Dolly. He says, we then added a rectangular pool with the stones surrounded to help the client envision how it might look. Now we added a raised patio area with some red furniture. (laughs) That chair is not looking great. Um, Great pool. Then add a family to the pool to help them imagine the experience of owning one. That is so creepy. That is not how my family swims. Like building a Sims house. Oh, I love it. They put like a little like pool shed in the back on one of them. The only thing is like you look at this and you realize we've got maybe like five to ten years left before we're done. Because you look at this chair and imagine one of these little little folks in the pool <laughs> sitting on that chair. You, they could lay horizontally across that chair. Almost that chair might be the biggest chair in the world compared to the humans. That chair is probably the length of the pool. Yeah, that is a good point. So I think Dolly, we still have like we still have a little bit of time, mm-hmm. but get prepping now, folks. Yeah. This, little, sorry, go ahead. You no, know, I was just gonna say if this was the Sims house, by the way, Shep, there's no ladder. Yes, those, those people are them. drowning. He should have added the ladder. You need to reply. You have to get in and out, or you will never make it to that chair. <sighs> also, never seen a square pool in my life. You have could you? have one. Yeah. But have the, you ever seen a square pool? I like hotels. Square. Square. Yeah. Square. Rooftop pools are always square. I'm not talking rectangular. rectangular. Oh. A square is also a rectangle. A square is a rectangle. Yeah. Not yeah. All rectangles are squares. Yeah. 
Well, I think I'm <laughs> okay, proven right. Y'all Richards, <laughs> just <laughs> quit while you're at Okay, Dolly might be better than us. And that brings us to our real life segment. Straight out of our accounts and into your ear holes. It's time for Working Hard or Hardly Working, where we talk about what's going on in our IRL work. Good, bad, or otherwise. I really like old feature, but it was helpful this week when Gmail will remind you if somebody didn't reply to your email and it's like, it's been three days, follow up. I'm like, yeah, why haven't you responded to me, Shirley? It's nice. Hmm. I always dismiss the nudge because I don't want to bother people. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this one comes from Kay Bergs on our team, Kathleen Hagelberger. And I was trying to look up some information in in Google UA around uh, subdomain. And I don't know why. Everybody's going to think I'm dumb, but I don't care. I am dumb in, in, in UA. I didn't know that you could look at the host names and narrow it down to that subdomain. So if you're looking for subdomain data, you use the host name and it just, you choose the host host name and it does only that subdomain. I don't know why I didn't know that, but that's the case. So if you're looking for a subdomain data, use host names in UA. Speaking of that's the case, there is a change case add-on for Google Docs, which I may or may not have mentioned, but if I have, it's been years. I recently rediscovered it. It is very, very helpful. We received an Excel file. Yeah. We received an Excel file from a client that was in all caps, and we were turning it into basically locations on a map. And so to avoid yelling at people, we use the change case add-on for hundreds of locations. Yes. It's called change case. Oh, man. I've been using formulas. Oh, darling. Formulas for babies. And now for this week's Cool Tool. As a reminder, our Cool Tool segment is not an official endorsement or paid mention. We're simply sharing something we found in our travels that may be of use to our listeners. And is really, really cool. This week's Cool Tool is a collection of lists you can't resist or URLs to disavow if you know how or negative SEO tactic hat trick. I, I had nothing this week. I'm very, very rusty. And so just by don't. all of your eruptions of laughter, I can tell I'm really winning here. So you don't this, have to. You I know. have to. Every week into perpetuity, I will try. <laughs> this is from Michael Cottom, and it is a list of lists. It is called the Negative SEO Disavow List, to be exact. It was created with the purpose of helping people avoid negative SEO from link farms, which apparently aren't as easily discoverable with external tools as you may think, which is terrifying. So if you suspect that you have a backlink problem, it is worth the dive. We're talking about thousands of URLs in different lists categorized by their general purpose. So like malware, computer-generated text designed for penetration penalization, uh, porn, scrapers, and a whole lot more. My personal favorite is the giant German link farm. Just gets points for alliteration. And a disclaimer here, disavows should not just be done willy-nilly, so please read the supporting article before just applying these lists. But that said, it's a great resource. Just bookmark it just in case you ever need it. As always, we will have a link in our newsletter as well as on Discord, so pick your poison and check it out. Now it's time for our must-read marketing article of the week, an article so advanced, so in-depth, so detailed, that we simply cannot cover it in its entirety on today's show. This week's must-read marketing article of the week comes from Andrea Cruz over on Search Engine Land. BFF of the show 2020, Andrea has an article called Google Ads for B2B, How to Overcome Challenges 
and platform limitations. So Andrea talks about some of the basic errors and limitations, including no ad schedule, losing control of where your ads are showing, if you're still using Skags, ad group management, lack of audiences, and a whole lot more. If you do B2B, if you're on Google Ads, don't miss Andrea's unbelievable article over at Search Engine Land. Thank you, Andrea. And now onto our playlist of curated songs to work to. You can head over to playlist.marketingclock.com to listen to Marketing a Playlist. Greg, what are you putting on the playlist? I am putting on Paul Cawthorn, Champagne and Limo song. Mm. It's off, I think, his newest album. It's got a little bit of uh, Peaky Blinder vibes there, but definitely on our country list. I had to work from home with my child. I do have one on Monday. <laughs> so it's been a lot of time listening to her favorite song, Jump Around by House of Pain. Mm. Jess? I'm going with the ultimate buildup with a payoff. Hands in the sky, parentheses, big shot by Starlight Run. All right, that does it for today's show. It is now officially not Marketing O'Clock. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Marketing O'Clock. If you're looking for more information on today's topic, head over to marketingoclock.com slash newsletter to receive every single article we covered. We share the news as it breaks in our Discord community. Head over to community.marketingoclock.com to join. Welcome to this week's Shooting the Hack. We're after our famous Friday news show. We don't talk about marketing anymore. We just... Shoot the hack. I have a little quiz for everybody today, um, just as a gift to you so that nobody else had to prepare. Thank you. You guys know what the Mandela effect is, right? Yes. yes. Okay, so we're all going to play. Well, you have to describe it to the listeners. Okay. It's a phenomenon where like the public conscious consciousness has like a similar memory of how something happened that is incorrect. So a lot of people thought that Nelson Mandela died in prison and he did not. He died much later, right? Correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to play a game. These are all like not that important. These are like funny things, but I'm going to quiz you. Most of them are about spelling. And if there's like a hyphen in it, you need to include that. If there's a space, you need to include that. And we're going to see if you guys are remembering things the right way. Jess, all she did is make a spelling bee. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, here's No, but one. it's a fun thing. Maybe we're remembering what a spelling bee is wrong. Maybe it's actually oh, a quiz. Okay. I gotcha. <laughs> None of these are in the dictionary. Okay. Victoria? But they're not words. Wait, I'm keeping it's like score. Brand names. She asked me to keep score for this. Yes. I feel like what it, it, you get a point if you're yeah. correct. Just give someone a point if they're correct. How do I know if they're correct? There's three questions for everyone, two bonus for if there's a tie. I'm sure that won't work out the way I planned. Um, so we'll just go for it. Okay. <laughs> Victoria, would you like to go first? Sure. Okay. Go for it. Okay, Victoria, I know you're not old like us, but are you familiar with the show The Flintstones? Yes, I'm very familiar. Okay, can you spell the name of that show? F-L-I-N-E-S-T-O-N-E-S. No. Flying Stone? Yeah. <laughs> That's incorrect. Does anyone want to try to steal? Yeah. Okay. Let's go in order. So you're next. So you have the first opportunity to steal. Oh, okay. So name of the show was The Flintstones. Yeah. So T-H-E space. Yeah, that's not why you were wrong, though. Don't worry. <laughs> F-L-I-N-S-T-O-N-E apostrophe S. Last track. I was going to guess question. that, but yeah. I'll, I'll go what she said, but without the apostrophe. 
No, it is. There's two T's. F-L-I-N-T-S-T-O-N-E-S. No, there's not. That's what it says on BuzzFeed.com. It's a very reputable news source. Yeah, but go to like the Flintstones IMDb with Rick Moranis and... What's that guy's name that's John in Candy? everything else? No. It's, I just one. looked it up on Wikipedia, which is always correct. And you can cite it in any Fred article. Ward? No, it's not Tom Arnold, not Dan Aykroyd. What is that guy's name? John Goodman. John Goodman. There's two T's in Flintstones. There's not. That's wow, wrong. this is an exciting game. <laughs> Listen, just pissing me off. <laughs> you're just mad because you're all losing. Okay. Jessica Bud. <laughs> Spell <clears throat> Looney Tunes. Ooh, okay. L-O-O-N-E-Y space T-O-O-N-S. Incorrect. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this is easy now. Okay. L-O-O-N-E-Y T-O-N-E-S. No. Looney Tons? I don't know. Victoria, can you steal? L-O-O. N-E-Y-T-U-N-E-S. Correct. It's like music. Tunes. Like Merry Melodies. Yeah. Garbage. I'm with you. They're cartoons, not cartoons. Well, I'm sorry that you're wrong. Okay, Greg, spell Fruit Loops. <laughs> this should have been mine. Uh, F-R-O-O-T-L-O-O-P-S. Okay, yeah. Why yeah. does he always win everything? Well, because everyone knows how to spell Fruit Loops. <laughs> Yeah, with two O's. They put print. the cereal in the logo. So you know how many colors, and then they like ran out, and then they just had to put them on the box. I don't think I knew, but it makes <clears> me happy. <throat> Fruits? <laughs> no. I never liked the oh, toucan. Toucan Sam, you don't yeah, like him? No. Too close to the Guinness bird? Give me the tiger. Tony? Yeah. <laughs> Great loops. <laughs> okay, Victoria, ready? I'm ready, yes. Are you familiar with Uncle Sam? <laughs> Yes. Not my Uncle Sam Pascuzzi. You know, like America's Uncle Sam. Yes. Okay. What color is his hat? It's red, white, and blue. Incorrect. It's the American flag with a blue brim and a red ribbon. So you think it's red, white, and blue? Why would you do this? <laughs> okay, interesting guess. <laughs> okay, Greg gets another chance. Red and white. It's blue and white. Ah! Okay, so we've got two, one, nothing, right? Greg's the only one with a point, unless I'm no, doing this wrong. No, Victoria got one from stealing. Yeah, she did. Yeah, what'd yes. she get? Looney Tunes. Oh shoot, it was kind of process of elimination. Okay, good thing I'm paying attention. Okay, Jess Bud. Yes. Also, can you make sure I ask everyone three questions? I hate games. Yes, okay. Bud. Oh, I well, I've Just already bud. lost count. Yeah. So does the entire audience. <laughs> Spell Oscar Meyer. No. Oh, it's O S C A R M A Y E R. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Give her a song. <laughs> I thought it would be hard. She's a vegetarian. Yeah, but I love hot dogs, and the Wienermobile is my favorite. Okay, Greg, what does Jigsaw pl- say from you know everybody's favorite bedtime story? Saw. <laughs> What's his catchphrase? Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? <laughs> I, I don't know. You don't know? No. Okay. Victoria, can you steal? I don't even, I honestly don't even know what that is. He has a thing he says. What does he say? Saw was probably made before she was born. Okay, what about you, Jess no Bud? Do you way. know? Um, it was not made before she was born. He rolls up on the tricycle and he goes, 
want to play a game? That's what most people think, but it's I want to play a game. No questions. Saw was filmed in 2004. <laughs> Don't age people. <laughs> Great film. Um, how many have I asked everyone? I'm Too not many. Sure, but everyone's got a point, so we at least need a tiebreaker. Okay, one more. <laughs> and Victoria's next. I hope I don't run out. Um, are you familiar with the brand Whiteout? Did you go to school ever? Yes. I okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sniff it in the bathroom. <laughs> how do you spell? How do you spell it? <laughs> I feel like I feel like this is obvious, but also not obvious at the same time. W h i t e o u t. Incorrect. Jess. W H I T E dot in the middle, no space, O U T. Incorrect, Greg. W I T E O U T. Correct. You must make a lot of grammatical errors. <laughs> you need it for canister Damascus. What? Who's she? <laughs> okay, I feel like Greg wins. He's got two points. <laughs> Great job, everyone. Now you know a lot more about this life. And we'll see you next week. What? <laughs>